Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Where are we going? (laughs) Thwack! Oh, no. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. We got time. Uh, Prairie Village, you're losing your pickleball courts, by the way. I don't agree with that. Played played last night while the two of you rested. Mm Mm-hmm. I was practicing. We rest, you practice. So, <laughs> does it really count when you're playing prison rules? Those are clink rules, and yes, they do count, Samuel. Um, and I would still like to be your partner, but I feel like you are moving in a different direction, and I feel like we're about to break up. Whoa, whoa, where did this come from? Uh, you said that you had registered for the next league? I have not. Oh, I thought you said that. No. Okay. We still need to do that. Okay. I'd get on it. So I would still like to be your partner. Let's do it. I practiced last night, and I am ready to face Brian Shelton and Dana Wright head-to-head. I am that confident now in my abilities on the pickleball court. Okay. Can I say one thing very quickly? Lay down me. And I know you don't want me to do this, and I don't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was a life well-lived, and I'm going to share it. A dear friend of my family uh, died over the weekend, my brother's best friend, and his name was Michael Church, and that's a name that needs to be repeated, because Michael Church was a good man. He was the funniest human being I've ever met. He made me laugh so much, I could barely contain myself. You're funny. Sam... You're funny. Michael Church was the funniest human being I've ever met. He was brilliant. He could cut a joke like it was nobody's business. And he was my brother's best friend. And he was a dear friend of my family. And Michael Church had brain cancer. And he's 49 years old. And he was married. And he had a son. Kendrick, and Michael Church fought that battle so valiantly 
and with such courage. And he beat it. And it came back. And his, his, his cancer was so strong that he would get treatment at MD Anderson down in Houston. That's where he would go for his cancer treatments. Um, but I think lives well-lived deserve to be honored on the radio. And Michael Church was one of them. Give me a second. What an honor and a privilege it was to consider him a friend and a dear friend of my family. And you know, as, as I've told everyone, I lost my best friend two years ago, Joe, Joe Noyce. And my, my heart, like when I, I woke up Saturday morning and there was this blast text, like I, I turned the, I turn the speaker off on my phone at night when I go to sleep so that I don't wake up to Dana texting me at one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And I woke up Saturday morning at six o'clock. And as I'm prone to do, I reach for my glasses and I reach for my phone. And I see that there's a mass text. And And I just remember saying out loud, please God, don't be what I think it's going to be. Because we knew this was coming. We knew it was going to happen. And sure as hell, I read a text that Michael Church has passed. And I grieve for him and for his family, of course. And I knew him very well. I knew his wife um, in passing, and, and I'd met his son a couple of times. But I knew Michael Church very well. But my heart broke for his family, but my heart broke for my brother because I know exactly what he's going through. And you don't wish it on anybody. Oh, God. To lose your best friend at such an early... Both of cancer. Yeah, Joe died of cancer and so did Michael Church. Yeah. And um, my brother was on vacation. He was on holiday in Colorado with his son. And... I was just like, I, I, I didn't, I, I reached out to him and I said, call me when you're ready. And he called me on Saturday when he was driving back from Colorado. And um, he said, he, he said, I'm in, I, I'm in a good place. Um, I knew this was going to happen. Um, I hate the term. So-and-so's in a better place. I hate, I don't hate, ever say that I to anyone. I hate that term. But my brother, I think my brother said it or his wife said it. And I said, I hate that term. I hate that term. Let, let me just say this. Um, yes, you're right, text line. Wichita South High School. How did you know? You obviously know Michael Church. Yes, he was, he was a coach and he was a teacher. And he was a brilliant human being. And like I said a thousand times, he was the funniest person I ever met in my life. God, he made me laugh. Anyway, I think lives well-lived deserve to be honored. This will be the last time I mention it. 
Um, they're having a celebration of life, ironically, on the same day that I lost my nose, March 9th, in Wichita. He would have found that funny. I think he would have. <laughs> I think he would have. Uh, but anyway, um, Michael Church was larger than life. And he was, he was, he made this world a better place. And I'm sad to see him go. God bless him and his family and your brother, Scott, and your entire family. I know that you have struggled with this over the last many months, and your brother has struggled with this over the last many months. Um, and blank cancer. That's mm. all I have to say about it. We have lost so many, too many, too soon. You know what's shocking? is how many people on the text line knew church. Thank you for the amazing kind words. I grew up with church as we referred to him. That's true. Nobody ever referred to him as Michael. He was always church. Um, wow. I'm, I'm shocked that you guys know who, who church is. Anyway, may God, may God bless Michael Church. I just had to, I, I, I've been bottling this up all weekend. And I've been ignoring it. And my heart breaks for, for church and for his family. And my heart breaks for my brother and his family, who were so close. Um, may God bless Michael Church forever and always here on Dana and Parks. Story here from CBS News. The small, high-altitude hobbyist balloon being tracked by the U.S. has left American airspace. Thank God. Oh, good. Thank God. Uh, CBS News first reported that the military was tracking the balloon. I think we reported this on Friday or yeah. Thursday we of did. last week. They didn't see it until it made it all the way over Colorado. Again. Uh, it was floating at about 43,000 to 45,000 feet. Its presence prompted enough concern that NORAD sent aircraft up to investigate. Hmm. Yeah. Can we go back to the reporting on Friday? Because they had put out this report that they had intercepted the balloon. They No, they didn't. No, they they didn't. flew by it in a jet and looked at it and acknowledged that it existed. That does not uh, mean intercepted. When they said intercept, I pictured that yeah, the we're gonna balloon blast had been the taken thing out care of. The, of. Yeah, we're going to yeah, blast no. it out of the sky. No, they just looked at it and said, oh, yep, that's a balloon. Yep. There we go. We got, All right, got, land ourselves, the jets. Yep. got ourselves another one. <laughs> Turns out we have the same eyeballs you do, people. Uh, Listen to Scott. Uh, uh, so it, so it, it left uh, it left American yeah, airspace. Yeah, but what, we're on our own. Whatever. Uh, Listen to this from the New York Post. An NYU physician has died after dining at a Disney World restaurant where the wait staff insisted her food was allergen free. A doctor from NYU died shortly after she ate at one of Disney's restaurants in Florida, and her bereaved husband is blaming negligent staffers, according to a lawsuit. Uh, Dr. Tang Swan, a doctor at the prestigious NYU Langone Hospital in Manhattan, died suddenly after having dinner at Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant October 5th. Her husband, Jeffrey Piccolo, has filed a 19-page lawsuit in Orange County, accusing Walt Disney Parks and Resorts of negligence, noting that his wife made it clear to the waitstaff that she had nut and dairy 
allergies. The staff at the pub insisted that they were able to make allergen-free food after Dr. Tang Swan checked multiple times. She ordered broccoli and a corn fritter, scallops, and onion rings. After dinner, they left the restaurant to explore some shops. She began feeling sick. Then she had difficulty breathing. She collapsed. Mm. Though an EpiPen was immediately administered, she died at a local hospital. Mm. And sure enough, it was anaphylaxis due to elevated levels of dairy and nuts in her system. There are not enough zeros. Well, let me ask you this. Court papers claim that Disney advertises and makes it clear to the public that food allergies and or the accommodation of persons with allergies are, quote, top priority at its parks and resorts. And you can imagine, because look at all the little kids who have nut allergies. Sure. They and have to be clear that we're saying we're, when we tell you it's nut-free, it's nut-free. And I would guarantee you that there is something on that menu with an asterisk out down by the bottom that says some of our foods may contain nuts <sighs> And or okay. fill in the blank on so let, allergies. let me ask you this. If you are one of those people with a severe dairy or nut allergy, do you just never go out to eat? Because you're basically taking your life and putting it into the hands of a 20-year-old server no. who is telling you it's going to be fine. There's no allergens in this. And now she's dead. I, I hate to say this, but I think it's the truth. That you just don't get to go out and eat. That's right. If you have, if, 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 I, I have a friend that I, I haven't seen her in a couple of years, but I used to work out with her all the time, um, who could not go out in the sun. Her skin was so sensitive to the sun. And she had um, melanoma, I think it is, the skin cancer. Um, and she had had melanoma, but, I mean, like her, her dermatologist is like, you cannot go out in the sun. Ever. Well, you know what? Because of that medical condition that you have, guess where you don't get to go unless you're going to cover yourself head to toe. You don't go outside. You, yeah, you don't get to go on vacation in Cancun. Now, I would agree with that sentiment until and unless she spoke to the server about it, and they guaranteed no. that they he could make the food without the allergies. Times, but mm -hmm. Sam, again, you are trusting your life. Trusting your life with. A, a server or a chef or, you know, Who's it's not 20 like, years old. and I would actually feel better if this was like some super high end restaurant in Manhattan where they're used to this stuff. They take it seriously. You know, their chefs are making a million dollars a year. You mm -hmm. know, this is like a pub at Disney. Now I used to work in a restaurant and when we did, if anybody even mentioned the word allergy, the first thing that we were instructed to do was say, go ask out. them to leave. Get out. Yeah. Get your ass out of this restaurant now. We were told to go grab the manager, and that was because the manager wanted to make sure that we didn't say anything that would make the restaurant liable if there were on the off chance was a cross contamination and they had an allergic how, reaction. How bad does your allergy have to be that they had an EpiPen immediately and it didn't save her, Scott? She well, was off the chart allergic, and so <sighs> if somebody came into my if I owned a restaurant and I don't, thank God, um, eighty five percent of them go under in the first five years. If somebody came into my restaurant and said, I have a horrible peanut allergy or an allergy to this or that, I would not serve them. I would say, I, I appreciate yeah, you. To the extent that we can, we, 
we can bring you some water and or, some or you potato can, chips you can or something. sign this piece of paper yeah, that devoids us of any liability. The phones are ringing. I, maybe we do make this topic for a little bit because I don't know what the answer is here. I feel terrible for her family. It is horrifying that this happened. But if it's your allergy. Is can, an allergy a disability? Oh, under like ADA? That's exactly what I'm getting at. That you have to accommodate someone's allergies? That's what I'm getting at. What if I work in a place where peanuts are everywhere? Do I have to accommodate your allergy? I would say not. That's an interesting question. According to the California Department of Education, read that how you will. There's there's your go-to source. A food allergy will generally be considered... A disability. However, according to the ADA, a food allergy does not need to be life-threatening. Oh, no. The ADA says it is a disability. The ADA says a food allergy is a disability? Per the definition of disability in the ADA, a food Mm. allergy does not need to be life-threatening or cause anaphylaxis in order to be considered a disability. What are you listening to over there? I'm going to play this for you later, and we're late to break. Okay. No, we're not. We have three minutes. Brian and Waldo. Brian, hello. Howdy, folks. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, so I work for a local restaurant group, um, and I've worked restaurant for 20-plus years. And when a guest comes in uh, with an allergen, uh, almost every single place I've worked, we've had – There's it hasn't been a, uh, a niche restaurant where we were a specific thing, say, like organic food or – this, that, and the other. We've always had some sort of cross-contamination, and we always let our guests know no matter what we try, even if we, even if the item that the guest gets, uh, we've, you know, cleaned the surface, uh, we've washed our hands, fresh utensils, the whole nine yards. Just the pure fact of being inside the restaurant, you could potentially get cross-contamination. And on top of that, uh, restaurants routine, uh, get items from uh, their wherever they end up getting them where there's also a possibility inside those manufacturing places where there is also cross-contamination. So, Scott, not going to lie, I kind of lean a little bit towards you. If you've got severe allergies, you might not have to go – you might not be able to go to a restaurant. you can't prevent it. There's no way, Brian, you could say as an institution or an organization, we can 100% guarantee that nothing in here has ever come exactly. even close to touching a nut. Exactly. Brian, do appreciate the call. Thank you for it. Uh, Joan and the others, hang tight. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dan and Parks. Don't forget to check out our podcast anytime you want, anywhere you go. Available at KMBZ.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Great point from the text line. And Sam and I were talking about this during the break. If she was that allergic that an EpiPen wouldn't even save her life, would she have ever gotten out of the restaurant? And why are you eating out? Uh, she fell ill very quickly after leaving, Scott. Very quickly after leaving. You know, and the autopsy showed. Why would you showed, ever eat out? I know, but the autopsy showed she did, in fact, die from the toxic effects of dairy and nuts in her system. I, I don't dispute that. Um, the question is, why you know, did you Disney's, ever eat Disney's out? being sued. And I, I, if you are in the restaurant business, man, I don't know what you do with this other than you say, we are so sorry. We cannot accommodate you. Well, I can tell you what you don't do is have your servers say they can accommodate them and then have that lead to a death. Bingo. Start adding zeros. Bingo. And, and, and I get it that food allergies are considered apparently a disability by the ADA. But you're asking me to completely change the way that we're cooking food here at this restaurant because of an allergy that you have. And it's not even you're asking us to change the way we cook. You're asking us to verify and guarantee your safety and your life. Can't do it. I can't do that. There is no way I can do that. That's right. Part of the policy when we did accommodate a food allergy uh, was that you would have to change your apron, your gloves, even the cutting boards. I mean, you would have to change everything I mean, before th- making that specific no. meal. No. And even then, the manager would let the customer know, hey, just so you know, there's still an off chance. Like, if this is a life or death thing, we'd rather you not die. See, I, I, I actually blame her oh. and not Disney. And if that makes me a jerk, then I'm a jerk. But you're you're gan- you're literally playing Russian roulette every time you go out to eat. The only way that you can guarantee your own safety and survival is if you cook your own meal. So throughout the entirety of your life, you have to eat at home. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. I right. would say yes. If your allergy is that bad, name another. Um, disability or something going on in someone's life where it just shuts down doing those things. If you're quadriplegic, you do not get to ride a roller coaster at Worlds of Fun. Okay. Sorry. Don't ask them to accommodate that because the the risk is way too great. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're a quadriplegic, you don't get to drive a car. Um, I think that there are ways to retrofit cars where you... If you're quadriplegic? Maybe not quad. All right. I thank God every day that I have never had children with that level of allergy. Here's one. If you're blind, you don't get to drive a car. That is good public policy. I mean, there are certain disabilities 
And don't get up in my craw. My dad was disabled when he died. My dad could not walk when he died. There were certain things that we weren't able to do yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. And we tried to go to places, but there were certain things that we just weren't able to do with dad. Did it say what kind of doctor she was? Um, I think an internist. I can look. It's the NYU kind, which means you're really smart. Yeah, which means which that means she you should, should know better. better. Oh, Jinx. Good That's a Lord. Jinx, you I owe me a Coke. I am not going to victim blame here. My God, I, I am. I don't know, Scott. I don't. I'm not comfortable saying this is like her fault. If they all told her, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And she uh, should have known better that you you cannot go into a restaurant and put your life in the hands of, of a 20 year old. Uh, okay. Now both can be true. She could have should have known better. And she also, her family could be owed lots of money because of the I agree. mistake the restaurant I agree. servers made. I agree. Chrissy in North Kansas City, 586-7798. Chrissy, hello. Hey, how are you? We're doing well, thank you. So I um, was from camp. I can't stand this allergy situation with these people. And I had kids in school, and I thought these people are really trying to just, like, dominate everything that goes on around their, their kids, like when it came to kids, food allergies. And then I had another child. And after having some tests done, we found out he was allergic to all kinds of things. The list was so long. And he was just an infant at the time. We were just introducing solids, and he didn't seem right. Regardless, I didn't think too much of it. And he had to be about two at the time. I had been to Sam's Club, bought some cookies, and then um, gave him a cookie. Left the house, left him with his teenage brothers, and I got a call that something seemed wrong with him. He he wasn't he couldn't breathe very well, and mm. so I I head back home, and by the time I got there, he was struggling to breathe like through his nose. Of course, he couldn't talk at two. He couldn't talk, and he started to turn red. I had an EpiPen. This had to be like six seven years ago. At the time, there was a shortage. I didn't know if mine was expired. And I was afraid to epi him myself, so I live close enough to Children's Mercy that I, I had called an ambulance because now the, bruggling, the the breathing was really a struggle. And he was turning very red. His eyes were starting to close. And so I got him to um, Children's Mercy, and he ended up having to be epi twice. And um, stay overnight in the hospital. Even before an epi, his heart rate went 200, okay? And then... It, his whole body looked like he had been dipped in boiling water. Oh, my God. And it was terrifying. So now I know that those aren't fake. <laughs> um, I'm not an obsessive parent. I do let the teachers know at school that he has a Trina allergy. Kids next to him can eat whatever they want. I don't I don't bother that at all. I didn't, I've never noticed that he's had an issue. I did alter some of the way to think some of the things we do at home. Yeah. But we just came back from a cruise to Mexico. Um, and the cruise line does, you know, I've never, I just don't buy things that have nuts. I just don't do it. I just yeah. don't go places that serve tree nuts all over everything. Or just if you don't, don't do know, it. or if you don't know that it's been, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like Chrissy, there's going to be times you just don't know. You're talking there's about so packaged foods. Have, there's so many things that don't have tree nuts, meat, yeah, seafood, yeah, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Um, and there is that concern that something has touched it, but generally I'm not really crazy about the concern 
But we did go on a cruise, and so you're trapped on this boat. And finally, when we did mention to somebody that he had a tree allergy, the vibe of the whole place changed. (laughs) They went and got a manager, and they brought the manager down. And for the rest of our trip, they monitored everything. Like they were staring at you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It was almost embarrassing. I I felt bad that I had said anything. But here's the thing that kind of... I don't worry about cross-contamination, but the night before we noticed at dinner, his eyes had gotten really red, and I thought maybe he was tired. You know, we had been at the beach or, you know, whatever, at the pool all day, Mm -hmm. kids running around. And then I realized whatever they had fried his chicken fingers in had also probably fried something with nuts. And so he was having just a mild reaction. Um, So I was thankful that I actually did say something because it made the rest of the trip a little bit more safe, but those things are real. It is hard to guess. Um, so I, I totally feel uh, Scott Parks about how he feels <laughs> about how annoying it is and how stupid these people must be to expect well, others to, you know, make an accommodation that almost just seems not legitimate. Yeah, but it but kind it is. of sometimes is. Well, well but, but I, I don't think they're stupid. And, oh, God, no. And I don't think they're dumb. What I think you have to take into account... Is her personal responsibility as, as an adult, as a physician and an adult, when she went out. I'm an alcoholic. Guess where I don't go? Bar, bars. Yeah. Yeah. You can invite me to a bar, and I'm not going to go. By the way, this is exciting. Uh, new data in the last week shows an, ad- asthma, medis- an asthma medication may help. Try that saying a thousand times fast. And asthma medication may help reduce severe reactions in people with multiple food allergies. Look it up. It's called like Zolaire. Uh, It was published Sunday in the New England Journal of Medicine and shows that repeated injections of the medication over the course of several weeks reduce the severity of allergic reactions in certain adults and children as young as one who are allergic to peanuts and other foods like dairy, egg, and wheat. The FDA has expanded its approval of the drug because of this. And she is a doctor. Scott probably would have known that. Should have known that. Yes. If you're allergic to these kinds of things and you go on a Disney cruise or vacation or whatever, or you go to Mexico and you're at an all-inclusive resort, what you don't do is eat food that you think might be dangerous. There are things you can eat. I mean, that, that you know has not been anywhere near a peanut. It comes down to being better safe than sorry when sorry means death. Yes. And and if that is your allergy, you know, okay, okay. But you you have to display a certain level of personal responsibility so that you don't come into contact with things that you know you shouldn't come into contact with. It's... I hate the, to be I know, but the obvious. difference here is, Scott, the difference here is she was told again and again and again that it was fine. By a 20-year-old. Well, we don't know that, but... Well, you can guess. I know. Yeah, you're right. Text line, you play stupid games, you get stupid no, prizes. Stop it. Well, dead. you have to be careful with your health. I don't go into bars because I have an allergy. When I drink alcohol, I break out in handcuffs. <laughs> Nice. 913-586. Specific allergy. 
may have never heard of his name before, but you will. His name is Jake Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. And two years ago, he was steering inebriated revelers toward the nightclub exit. He was a bouncer. Yesterday, he steered in a putt and won $1.5 million. Triumph at the Mexican Open. Unbelievable. Secured Knapp a first PGA Tour victory in his ninth start on the circuit as the 29-year-old powered to a two-shot victory. He gets to go to the Masters now. Uh, Knapp saw his four-shot final uh, round lead wiped out inside the first seven holes by 25-year-old Valamaki, who was bidding to become the first Finnish golfer to win on the PGA Tour. But the American held his nerve and carded an even par 71. I'll never forget this, said Knapp, who rose 49 spots to rank 52nd in the world with that win. For the rest of my life, this will be my first win on the PGA Tour. Wow. Whether it's my first win and only one that I ever have, or if it's the first of many, this will always be one that I remember. Two years ago, he was a bouncer. Today, he is now $1.5 million richer. One of his um, acronyms that they use is LTD. He and his older brother have been using those letters for years. It means live in the dream, and the initials are tattooed on the inside of his uh, left arm, along with GSFB, which stands for Gordon Sidney Frederick Bowles, his grandfather who died last year. Mm. He said, Papa, thank you, pointed to the sky as he walked off the 18th green, soaked after friends and players doused him. With water when he tapped in for par. What a story. The UK has changed its age rating for the original Mary Poppins movie due to some, quote, discriminatory language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you say that, Sam? Going from G to PG, baby. <laughs> PG-13. Uh, the Disney movie, which came out in 1964, of course, stars Julie Andrews. Uh, as Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke mm-hmm. is the chimney sweeper. Chim, chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, charoo. It snared 13 Oscar nominations, including one for Best Picture, and won five Academy Awards, including one for actress, uh, Best Actress for Julie Andrews. Okay, look, it's been cut to the chase. It's been 45 years since I've seen that movie. It contains the word hot and tots. Hot and tots. Hot and tots. They say it twice in the movie. No idea what that is. It is a parent. Apparently, it's a racially insensitive term for the coke ho, which is an indigenous what? group <laughs> Wait, in South the, Africa. The what? The, the coke ho. Okay. Uh, it is a slur. Okay. Adopted by Dutch settlers in South Africa to refer to the coke ho, but was later used to refer to all black people, according to the independent newspaper in England. Okay. I have been educated. I thank you for it. I have never heard of that term in my entire life. And those words scare me. Like words that, if you had said, what do you think hot and tot meant? I would have thought some kind of a drink. Or that it was just some dumb word that they made up for the movie. Like, yeah. like, like, like yeah, the hot that's toddy. What I, that's yeah. what I would have thought, Sam, is it was just some word they made up for the movie. Uh, so the, they're taking it out? Are they taking the reference out? Like no, what? no, what they've done is uh, the movie remains rated G in the United States, but in the UK it is now rated PG. Okay. So they think it's offensive, but not that not offensive. Not offensive enough, enough to remove it? Not offensive enough to take it out. <laughs> right. All right. We're going to leave it in there, but we're going to raise the rating to PG on a 50-something-year-old movie. Uh, actually, a 60-year-old movie. A monster-sized anaconda that may be the largest in the world was discovered in the Ecuadorian Amazon. 
during filming for a travel documentary hosted by Will Smith. The nearly 10 million year old reptile, newly named Northern Green Anaconda. First thought you meant it was 10 million years old. When you said that, well, that's a record breaker. What is 10 million? It's a fossil. Just kept growing. Um, what is going on? I think she's listening with half an ear. Did they find it or did they find the skeleton of it? They found the fossil of it. Okay. I thought when I first saw that headline, because I didn't click on it, that they found it. It was 6.3 meters long, English, American, 20.6 feet long. Oh, my gosh. 20.6 feet long. Uh, the scientists made the discovery after receiving the rare invitation from the Warani people to search for anacondas while filming Pole to Pole with Will Smith, a National Geographic series that streams on Disney+. Plus. Contrary to reputation, by the way, neither anaconda is known to eat people, but scientists say they will sometimes kill those they perceive as a threat, so catching specimens is not a job to be done alone. Right. They won't. Good talk. Kill you unless you are near yeah. them. It's like a shark. They huh? don't mean to kill you. They just think you're a seal, and then they bite down. I'm still keeping my distance. Back away slowly. Push on its nose. Right. Swim in don't a circle. Don't swim frantically. What was it? Swim in a circular motion no carefully to the left? Did you say seals bite people? No, I said sharks don't mean to kill humans. Oh. When they do, they think it's, it's a, a seal, okay. and then they bite down. I misunderstood. Uh, the Eiffel Tower in Paris is expected to reopen to visitors. Uh, after six days of closure due to strikes, workers first walked out on Monday in a dispute over the way the tower was managed. Uh, its operator, SETE, said a deal was reached with unions on Sunday, so the Eiffel Tower in Paris apparently has reopened. It is the second such strike at the iconic landmark in the last three months, as parents, uh, Paris looks ahead to host the 2024 Olympic Games this summer. Uh, we keep playing Johnny Cash. Is this his birthday? It is Johnny Cash's birthday. Yeah. I might need to hear how high is the water rising, six feet high and rising. It's my favorite song. Sure. We can work it in. This is Johnny Cash's birthday. All right, cool. Maybe a boy named Sue. I don't know if we'll have time. She is Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. News with Dan Weinbaum coming up in two minutes. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.